Madeline. And I'm Abby. And happy Wednesday. We are a do- what is it? A day late and a dollar short. <laughs> oh, like a week late. Yeah. And many dollars two, short. Two for weeks me. late. <laughs> many dollars. I'm many dollars behind. You know, it's the Christmas season. Everybody's many dollars behind. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the season of giving. It is the season of giving. But you know what's what's not giving? Is asking your husband for a Christmas list many times in a month advance to Christmas and then after you've already purchased his presents, he comes Absolutely. up with an idea. Mm-hmm. Today. Just today. Today you know? on the 12th of December. I'm like, well, too late. Okay. No, just kidding. Um, but even better, why don't you just explain what the, what the gift was he needed? So he plays video games but like he has an attic for his video games so that we don't have to like look at the stuff you know in the living not room. to be confused with the word addict attic a-t-t-i-c oh attic sorry with a c mm-hmm. um yeah so what happens is a lot of my glasses and mugs get like collected upstairs and then it's the science project inside of them mm. um so he said he would like a trash can and a recycling bin, and then a mini fridge to hold his beverages so that he will not be bringing up my glassware any longer. And while I love the idea, like, a mini fridge is expensive, so, like, that would have been a perfect gift for Christmas. Not only that, but, like, we should just be bringing the glass down each time. Well, yeah, but that's not going to (laughs) happen, so... Anyways, um, we are excited to be back recording. Um, Last week was a very last minute decision not to pod. Um, Abby is coming up on finals here and had like four projects due. Yeah, I had a lot of work last week. I have a lot of work this week, but it's my last week, so. Um, And I was pretty sick last week. Um, Sickly. You know, Got got a bad cold going, so <laughs> no. we needed a rest. We needed we just it just didn't pan out the way we wanted it to, and that happens sometimes. So that's that. But we are excited to be back, and we're gonna be talking kind of bookish today. We are talking bookish, but I think that's okay because I feel like we haven't been really book heavy lately. No, I mean we talked Christmas books a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which can I tell you, I wasn't loving them when we were talking about them so Mm -hmm. much like none of them were really grasping my attention and I think that has been like a lot of the reviews I've seen really um I just watched one that was like cringe or binge like a YouTube video for Christmas books um by Haley Pham yeah and I like that cringe or binge yeah and I'm gonna say 50 50 were cringe and to binge like do you remember some of the ones she said to binge um she did read the one we talked about, um, the Cody Hall one. Something about Mary? Yep. She said she liked it. Um, it was really cheesy, but, and a lot spicier, I think, okay. than she remember or, like, thought it would be, but, yeah, she liked that. There were a few that, um, I could remember. I just watched it today, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Being put on the spot, you forget. Christmas books are hard. Yeah, I also have been finding myself not really in the mood to read them. I feel like maybe in this next two weeks before Christmas, I'll have more of an urge. But I just, I'm not 
I'm in the holiday spirit this year, but I'm not also. I don't know. It's just kind of for me. I'm like, how many times in a row do you have to read the same Christmas story? Yeah. And I feel like because I read so much romance and it is kind of like, I do read some cheesy romances. It's the same thing as a holiday book, just not based around Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. I do think that I will force myself to at least read one just because... Well, we bought the Cody Hall one. Yeah, so, we'll so I, I will read, that, read one. that one. Um, Which I think if you have an Audible account, um, the audio version of the Cody Hall one is free I on think Audible. that's true. So that's always cool. Something tragic happened to me tonight. Oh my god. Um, Please explain your trauma. My foot does need to be amputated because... I was, um, you know, slaving for my family this evening, making dinner. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I was pouring the scorching, sizzling, boiling pasta into the strainer, and it splashed onto my foot. And I have a she's half got a red dollar, mark. half dollar size mark on my foot, and it is extremely painful Mm -hmm. she's been limping around the house i have not been limping i put a cold rag on it you tell your story and i'll tell mine as you told me to yes you're supposed to pull the heat out of it so i'm just i'm you know i'm not doing well over here it's been a rough rough night not thriving not thriving spaghetti was good though yeah it was okay okay (laughs) You know, I couldn't enjoy it because my foot was in so much pain. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Makes sense. Um, but we did have a fun weekend. Yes, we did. Well, like, it was more so just like a day. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what we did the weekend previous. I I can't remember anything ever. Me either. Anyways. um, You were not in Wisconsin. You were at a friend's party and you were you went to Lip Lab. You should tell yeah, us about that. I should that. I should talk about Lip Lab. Um so for my birthday, my friend Kaylee got me a gift certificate to go to Lip Lab in Mall of America and create our own lipsticks and lip balms. It's like such a you gift and such a her gift. It was so fun. We were like talking about like as you get older like it's fun to do like experiences Love with it. people versus like getting them an actual item, but this was like an experience and I got to take home an item, so it was, like, a two-for-one. Best, yeah. Um, But what you do is you go, and they they have, like, this pamphlet you look at, and you kind of tell them, okay, like, I really like pinkish or, like, mauve or nudie colors, and then they help you essentially create a color for you, and you get to try it on, and, like, if you don't like it, you like, they can change it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to pick, like, if it's matte, shine, sheer, like, what is that called? The finish. Yeah, like the finish of it. Um, and then you get to pick the packaging and you can engrave it. So I put my name on it and it was just super fun. And it, it didn't take that long. Bouge. Like I want to say we were in there for probably like a half hour. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I would have thought it would have been at least an hour. No. Well, it takes like 30 minutes for them to make. So like we went and like walked oh, around and okay. stuff and then like came back. Um. I also think we were, like, two of the easiest customers she's probably ever had. Like, she oh, really? literally nailed it on the first time. We're like, yeah, we love it. Like, early, I was like, 
this is perfect like he literally nailed it what i wanted amazing so it was super fun um, and maybe you I, had clear directions though maybe some people come in and are like i don't know like i like yeah. this and then like they really don't yeah it's so funny because they like spread a little bit of pigment out on a like laminated sheet and then they mm-hmm. like mix it together like color matching you know sure and um when they were making kiwis they she said that they were missing like a bunch of their colors or whatever so she had to like essentially like make up make a up color. a color and so she would like use like yellow purple in this mauve uh-huh. color and i was like that looks so scary on the paper but then like once you mixed it all i was like dang that's actually like it's all color theory yeah i was like that's cool but no it was a lot of fun aren't you supposed to match your nipple i think so yeah like isn't that supposed to be like your perfect shade yeah but i also think you want to find something that is super close to your natural lip color just enhances yeah, it i get that so i don't ever wear lipstick i wear lipstick if i'm like going somewhere like for mm-hmm. not necessarily an event i mean i do for an event but like if i'm going to lunch with a friend or something like i'll throw a little lippy on honestly rip to all my kylie like lip my kylie kits. lip kits i just threw them away yeah like, they're probably expired yeah no, they definitely were, and I was like, I'm holding on to these, and three of, like, the four colors I have look heinous on me. <laughs> and they were probably matte, which is just... They were. It's... Matte is striking to me, like... Matte used to be, like, really in. It, but now I look at some... Well, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Maybe this is, like, super, like, rude of me, but, like, if somebody has a hard matte lip on, mm-hmm. I'm like, we need some hydration <laughs> on that. Right, those are looking crusty. <laughs> like... It's okay if I'm if it's like I don't know what in my head I'm picturing like a really dark yeah, red matte like a pomegranate I'm, yeah and I'm like we need some hydration let's yeah. get a lip gloss over that we're gonna see that coming up in this season probably yeah <laughs> yeah but no this weekend we went and had a girls weekend with Amy and Emma yeah so fun um Amy had gotten us all tickets to the Bridgerton experience in Minneapolis. And it was an experience. It was. It was an experience. Um, but before that, we went to the MIA, the Minneapolis mm-hmm. Institute of Art. And it was fun because they had a Italy installation going on. And since we'd all been there, as you all know, it was fun to just, like, yeah, go, go there back. and be like, oh, we saw this there and whatever. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I was actually surprised at how much they did have, um, cause, like, Emma's saying, like, how hard it is to ship, like, artwork and how, like, not a lot of, like, pieces are, like, even... Allowed to leave. Yeah, just due to the fact of, like, you know, the insurance reasons. Yeah. So, I was actually really surprised at how much they had in the exhibit, which. It's always fun to go to places like that with Emma since she is our history major. She, like, knows everything. Oh, I know. She's like, I wrote a paper about this. Yep, and that's, and this art is this, and this is this person, and this it, is their story, and I'm just like, how can you even, like, hold all of that in your brain? No, I know, but, like, as a viewer, it makes you appreciate, like, what you're looking at so much more rather than just, like, being like, oh, yeah, that one's cool because, like, it's flowers. Right. <laughs> or, like, you know. Yeah. But then, yes, we, after that, we, 
we had lunch, right? Yep, we went to Big Bowl. Oh, yeah, I'm so pregnancy brain, I can't remember anything. <laughs> Big Bowl was fun. Then we hit up Pottery Barn Kits, which... Yeah, Baby Q got spoiled. Baby Q got... Or as Amy would say, not spoiled, she's loved. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we got some cute crib sheets and, like, an adorable, like, scalloped crib, like liner like what, what is, is it, it? bed skirt yeah so for the crib cute. and then she got this adorable um toddler quilt which will hang out on the nursery chair i think until until it's needed yeah but no um it was honestly fun i haven't like i've ordered stuff online but i haven't shopped for baby stuff in person i don't think me either it's so fun which yeah i also felt baby cute this weekend oh my gosh you did i forgot which about was that really exciting she's been like a little kicking machine lately and like so much so that the other day i was sitting on the couch like kind of reclined back a little bit more than normal and she kicked so hard i jolted <laughs> i was like oh my goodness isn't it kind of scary you're growing an alien in you yeah it's like a little gremlin yeah but, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm happy that people are able to start, like, feeling her as well because before, I don't know, it's just, like, it's fun to tell people you can feel her, but it's not the same as when other people can actually feel her with you. Yeah, and I'm sure the further along you get, the more often we'll be able to... I'm in the sweet spot right now where it doesn't hurt and it's fun, but, like, yeah. as we get going, I, it's, like... It's, she's gonna make herself clear. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so then we headed to the Bridgerton experience, and it consisted of a couple, like, dances slash performances, and then the queen came out, and she looked strikingly similar to the one in that show. She was a clone, honestly. I think we said she looked a little younger than the one in the TV show, but she, you could go up and, like, bow for her, and then to like get her attention because she got to pick her diamond of the season mm -hmm. um and the girl that won hands down won. absolutely deserved to win she had the full-on like ringlet curls her hair was perfect she had to have gotten it done i don't know her costume was so good it looked like she like cosplayed like, like oh she had as, to you know like so either she's really good at getting her hair like done herself or like doing it herself or i mean i don't know she had like shirley temple curls yeah and bangs yeah i don't know it was perfect but yeah. i'm just glad i wasn't the diamond you know <laughs> um no well you didn't curtsy for the queen so there was no way you were gonna be picked. i didn't understand <laughs> that was hard i'll just say that emma and i had a good time we danced we curtsied for the queen you know you we, had way expensive cocktails oh my lord yeah and I, they i don't even think they had much alcohol in them they were like 16 dollars for like a, a drink. tiny martini glass for like a four ounce glass of alcohol yeah i'm just not used to like big city prices like that yeah no i yeah it was it was not fun and therefore, you can only have a couple before you go bankrupt, essentially. And then um, it's not even worth it because you're not even getting a buzz. I think my favorite comment of the night is when you guys had some cocktails at the hotel lobby. 
And someone asked um, <laughs> if we were wearing tiaras and fancy, like, dresses. Because we were on a bachelorette party. Oh, that, but someone asked if we came from a wedding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, whose wedding would you appropriately wear tiaras to? No, yeah, we all wore tiaras and gloves. And let me I tell forgot. you, underdressed. Underdressed. We, I swear, both moms wore their mother the bride dress, so you can understand, like, they're glitzy. I wore essentially like a prom dress, and you and Emma wore your bridesmaids' dresses. Yeah, and tiaras and gloves. Like whose wedding? Also, there were these three girls there that they were they were rolling. Literally, they had to have been rolling, but they were having the time of their life. Like everybody's like elegantly dancing, and they're literally over in the corner, like pumping their fists, like they're at the club. One girl's dropping it low, shaking her ass, like. And she had like those shorts on that you'd wear under like a period piece outfit. Yes. So she, when she was like twerking her booty, I was like. And they, oh, I forgot to mention they had those white um wigs on. Yeah, that, they like, look like cotton candy. Yes. <laughs> but they were so funny. They were just like honestly having the best night of their life and it was definitely not the vibe for the place that they were at but no but I can honestly say that I almost had more fun watching them than I did absolutely the entire performance because absolutely their energy was just wild yeah yeah no it was it was a fun night it was not what I was expecting but it was still fun I guess I don't really know what I was expecting, but... I thought maybe... Well, for one, I thought there would be more people. The yeah. group was small. I would say, like, 50? 50, 60 people, maybe, but, like, maybe more. I don't know. I'm such a bad judge of how I many know. people. I think it was around 50. But I did expect that, but then for how many nights and how many different time slots they have, you have to actually think about, like... You know, like, for fire code reasons. Yeah, like, that's true. I don't know. Everyone's, like, like people were in, like, hoop skirts. Like, could you imagine, like... Running out in that. No. <laughs> so, I think it was the perfect amount of people. It was also super fun after the performances and, like, everything ended. You got to go out and you, like, got to go up on stage if you wanted to and take a picture. Mm-hmm. And it... I'm trying to, like, describe what it was like. Emma and I went up there and got... A picture taken together, if I remember. It was like they, like, oil-painted your photo. Yeah, if I remember to post it, I will. Um, we look like a couple. We're also identical. We look like we're trying to be the sister, like, the stepsisters. I love it, though. Um, but no, it was super fun. We had a good time, and then, yeah, yesterday we just came home and... Did a lot of homework. Yeah, I, I needed a nap yesterday. Because I slept with Jen Saturday night. Bed hog. Let me tell you. She has a king bed at home and she decided that when we were going to be sleeping in a double together that she was going to be sleeping in the middle and that I would have a corner of the sheet. So you can imagine how well I slept. I don't think I moved at all. Oh, should have came in your bed. Anyone was welcome. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You said you move around a lot, so I didn't want I to. I normally do, but I think I was so tired, I just, you know. You just zonked right out. Yeah. But must have been all that alcohol. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> no. Okay, let's jump into product of the week. Um, I will, 
let everybody know that these aren't great because like we said a couple weeks ago we've been buying for other people this time of year so it's it's hard to you know yeah I haven't made a purchase for myself in quite some time you know I continue to still buy stuff for myself but none of it's really worth mentioning sure okay um mine is the jumbo aquaphor stick I don't know if this is new or if it's been around I think it's been around really I would guess um essentially think of a roll-up aquaphor chapstick but like 20 times the size no it's like four of them put together it's like a half dollar size okay well this is my story not yours it's not 20 i'm exaggerating a little bit not rubbing an ice cream pail (laughs) (laughs) okay it's a lot bigger than a normal tube of aquaphor and I've been using it on my face, like, you know, like when you slug or whatever. I don't use it on my lips. It's way too big to be... What are you making that face for? When you said slug, I just remembered the snail stuff you used yeah, to well, use. Yeah, well, I'm not using it anymore. I so. know, and your skin is looking great. I think... I don't think it was the snail mucin that was ruining it. I know it was a lot of things. Um... Either way, so you've been slugging with it? Well, my nose was so dry last week from blowing it every two minutes that I had crackedness on my nose. Crackedness. (laughs) Catness severing on my nose. That's really something. What's yours? Better than Aquaphor? No, I gave you Aquaphor because I told you that mine was going to be the Aquaphor chapsticks. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Uh, we're fighting right now we are fighting however that is the show must go on that is something i have been using however what i was gonna say maddie doesn't like when i talk about too many similar things but um i got some flannel sheets for the first time since i was like little since we had bunk beds essentially yeah honestly i was like i'm kind of a hot sleeper so i didn't think it was gonna go well but i love them it's so cozy really I do still sometimes get hot, but it's a hot enough where, like, I can keep one leg in, one leg out, sit. Flannels are cold right away, though. They can be cold, yeah. Um, but I have radiator heating, which is very hard to control, so mm. my bedroom is, like, a sauna, like, at all times. Yeah. Like, if I set the heat to 70, it'll be 82 in my room. Oh, Lord. Yeah. We need help, if you know how. <laughs> There's this little dial on the side that sometimes it's like shows an arrow. It says off. I twist it sometimes thinking it's like going to close the valve, you know, a little more. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't really work. Maybe you should Google that. Yeah, I think radiators are kind of like a dying way to heat your house. So I don't know too many people that work on them. Yeah, that that's tough. But your flannels are keeping you warm in your. Yeah, they're cute. They have little ice skaters on them, don't they? Yeah, it's like a scene of, like, children playing in the snow or, like, little oh. figures. I don't know if they're children. That sounds creepy, but <laughs> they're from Target. They're adorable. Okay. I feel like Target has a lot of cute, cute They do. They always get me. Stuff like that. Um, so, what have you been reading? Um, I'm still reading Undercover Bromance, but I am 50% of the That's way through it. That's what it's called. Is it? Undercover Bromance? Isn't it Bromance Book Club? That's the first one. Oh. Um, I just skipped over the first one because I had already read it and my library hold came up for the second one and the third one. So I was like, <laughs> I better get going. So I just started with the second one again. But that's fair. It's way different than I thought. But like sometimes I don't pay attention to titles of the book and like how it's going to be relevant for the story. Yeah. And like 
the title fits the story, but good. it's really good. Audiobook. Liking it. Good deal. Good deal. I just finished, um, who's that book by that you were reading? Um, is it like Lissa K. Adams, I think? I think, but you just finished one tonight, like minutes before starting the pod. I was like, please just let me finish. I had a minute left in my book. Um, it was The Hardest Fall by Ella Mays, or Maisie. I don't know how. Maisie? Maisie? M-A-I-S-E? Anyways. Um, loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. <laughs> five stars. Four, because you made me feel bad about giving all my books five stars. No, I didn't. I just, you say you rate it based on how you're feeling in the moment. Aren't I, we all feeling happy we finished a book? Not if I didn't like it. Yeah, I guess. But. I mean, I'm happy I finished it, so I didn't have to read it anymore if I didn't like it. But no, this one, there was only one part that I was kind of like cringe, but oh. so that's why I gave it four stars. But I did absolutely love it. Um, it the cover's was, heinous. No, yeah, it's it's definitely a Kindle Unlimited cover. Like it's like clip art. I mean, it's like what you Google, like couple with football, and like it's and just her, like and her in his jersey laying on the floor. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely not a great cover. Please don't judge it by that. Um, and I don't like. I hate when they put no offense, but like not attractive attractive people, people on the cover. I'm just like, mm, that's not what I'm picturing. So why are we? You know. Or also when they put like blonde people on the cover, and it's like a story about brunettes or like black haired people or like redheads like something like so specific yeah um but no i loved it it was a college-based book about football um yeah i loved it it was it was it was cute you really like a sports romance i love a sports romance Mm -hmm. yeah i could understand that i've learned that lately which is why i don't understand why like how you haven't read um any alexa martin is that her name? The Intercepted or yeah. whatever. Yeah, maybe I should. But the thing is, is like you hyped it up, but you were like kind of like, I don't know. No, the first book, absolutely. Do you need to continue after the first book? No. Okay. That's good to know. I don't know what I'm going to read next, but um, I just finished that one. I did finish Beyond the Wall and the Magic and Mayhem of Growing Up a Wizard by Tom Felton. What did Felton. you think? Um I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was boring. Yeah, it was. Um, I listened to it on my drive to the cities and back a couple weekends ago. Um, I didn't rate it one because I don't rate them, but two because memoirs. I didn't want to rate it bad. Yeah. Um. What is it? What is the rating? Four point four six. So people love it. People um, love him. People might not love the book. However, it was boring, but there were also some fun things. Like I had no idea he went to rehab. No. I didn't either, but did you get the vibe, like, what I was telling you, where I felt like he repeated stories, like, multiple times? Um, no. Well, you were driving, so maybe you, like, heard stories and then came back later. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I just, that was something I kept feeling, like, in the book he would mention, like, half the story in one part and then come back and mention it again. Yeah, I don't know. I did love the part when he said that him and Emma mm-hmm. um, loved each other just at different times. I know. It broke my heart. Know, but they have love for each other. I was like, well, get together right now. <laughs> yeah. That would be a dream. But no, I'm, so I'm sad. also just like, 
here for the fan fiction between them. No, totally. Um, I'm trying to think. I would have finished part of your world last time we recorded, I believe. Yeah, I think we talked about okay. it. Yeah. Um, if not, just give us give us a thought. Five stars. Okay, yeah. I'm having mom read it right now. Um, okay, I'll read it after she's done. She came to me last night and she said, what do I read next? As she does. Oh, I love that when she hands us the Kindle and yeah. just like, pick and me I something. Like, I almost had to read Icebreaker because I loved it, but I wasn't sure it would be her vibe. Sure. <laughs> so then I saw Party Your World and I was like, oh, you must read this because she likes Abby Jimenez, so. Which we can talk about Part of Your World a, a little bit later when we talk about the Goodreads Choice winners. Correct. It unfortunately was not a winner, but it was in the running. I lost the the thing. Well, I wrote what number it got, but Oh, here we go. Um, I think that I am going into 2023 with like a slightly different like goal in mind. Okay. Like instead of going in with a number goal of books that I want to read, I want to go in with a starting goal of specific books that I did not get a chance to read this year that I do this year. Because as I was going through the winners, I was like, there are so many books on here that I have marked <gasps> wanted to... Have we not been recording? <laughs> oh my god. Maddie, since how long? Okay, sorry, that was such a scare. My computer, I was on... We, I were using a Google Doc to... Like, read off of our notes. Could you hear the alarm in my voice? <laughs> and all of a sudden, GarageBand was blinking at me, and I look at it, and it's like, audio source, not blah, blah. And I was like, how long have we not been recording? I almost <sighs> shat my pants. Thank goodness. We're leaving it in because we think it's funny, but... As if this is, like, end-all, be-all, like, the best episode we've ever recorded, but, like, I would be pissed if we had to start over. No, do you know how unauthentic it is to re-record your conversations? 100%. I totally agree, but now I'm just, I'm not gonna take my thing off of GarageBand, so. Okay, let me remember what I was talking about. I said there were so many books as I was going through the Goodreads Choice winners that, like, the nominees I had, like, a bunch of like books marked wanted to read with intentions to read them but yeah. didn't get a chance yeah that's that's a great goal for you um <laughs> however i'm not, i can't do that i'm not i'm such a mood reader that if i find a book that i'm like mm, that looks good i'm gonna read that i know but how do you not have fomo for all the books that you've missed um i do and i just tell myself i'm going to get back to them okay i need to readjust back to that romance section oh i to it, I guess. Okay. Well, actually, hold on. Do we want to talk about? I'm. I will hype myself. Why is this paused again? I'm <laughs> so confused on what's happening with GarageBand tonight. Um, but I did reach my goal for the year. Oh, congrats! Actually, I'm one over currently, so I know I will be probably five over by the end of the year. Well, that might be a little aggressive. <laughs> Maybe like three over. Um, why is this not recording my voice? This is such a shit show tonight. I'm not even sure what's happening. So sorry. Um, you know, when you are the producer and When you the are the main act and the editor. like She does it all, but sometimes <laughs> she can't do it all correctly or well. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure what's happening. 
with it all. It does. It's not lining up with each other even right now. But anyways, um, but yeah. So I've read sixty one books so far. Um, well, I have twenty six books left to go. So what are you at? Like forty something? Forty five. Yeah. My goal was seventy five. So how do you have twenty six? Yeah, you know, I don't know, but that's what Goodreads tells me. I think you're math. The math doesn't math. You have 30 Look, books. I'm not lying. You're 26 books behind schedule. Meaning I still, yeah, for, yeah, Where okay. Where you should be, yeah. I totally get that. <clears throat> that makes it sadder, though. So I'm going to stick with just I'm only 26 books behind. <laughs> so Even though you're 30, but we won't talk about it. Well, I'm technically going to be 29 soon because I'll finish this book. 29 behind. Oh, okay. Sounds so. good. Um, but let's talk um, about the books and who won. Okay. Sorry, this is so chaotic all of a sudden. It's just because we couldn't look at our notes, but I just have it pulled up. So um, the first category I thought we'd look at was romance because it's like... I mean, of course. It's like the most popular one, which... I have to say, seeing that 175,000, almost 176,000 people voted voted, for Book Lovers by Emily Henry, which is the book that won, is crazy. That's a lot of people to be voting for that book. And I did not read that I haven't read it either. I know, and why? Because I love Emily Henry. And I think I haven't read it because I don't love Emily Henry. Well, Um, I take that back. I loved People We Meet on Vacation. Yeah, and Beach Read was just so-so for you. Yeah, it was a... Th- I think I gave it four, but I could have gave it... Eh, I don't know. Well, that's okay, but I thought that it had, like, a lot of strong contenders in the running. I will just say that I agree with that, and I'm surprised book lovers run because of the other options that were listed. Yeah, I have an unpopular opinion, too, but um, I one of the things I wrote that... I was, like, shocked that Things We Never Got Over wasn't higher. Agreed. Based on the amount of social media hype that book got. I'm going to be honest. I think I voted for that one. It was sixth out of 20, which is almost in the halfway point. I mean, it's still above the halfway point, but, like... Yeah. Also, like, Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood got fourth place, and I'm shocked about that. Me too, because I just was not interested in that book at all. I loved The Love Hypothesis, but I'm not really interested in reading any more in the series. No, and I really didn't hear great things about it. Well, I just didn't even think people were reading it. <laughs> okay, so here's the problem with the Goodreads choice, is that people vote for what they see, not based on what they've read. Yeah, that's true. So you can go on and vote for whatever. So, like, here's my unpopular opinion. That is why Colleen Hoover ranks so high- that is why Stephen King ranks so high. Mm-hmm. People like Taylor Jenkins Reid, well, yes, she does deserve it. But, like, people yeah. who are known like that rank very high no matter how good or bad their book is. Yeah, Clean Hoover, Reminders of Him got second place. It Starts With Us got third place. Um, I Was Happy to See Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Yep. Um and that one was a debut novel. I don't know if we ever talked about that, but yeah. the author's first novel, and I did see in the debut novel category, um, that was, like, in the top row. Yeah. I can't remember what number it was, but... Yeah. So, absolutely love. I definitely think Things We Never Got Over deserved, like, third place, but... Yeah, Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez was 11. Yeah, I loved that one. That one could have been higher, too. Um, The only other one I thought 
worthy of noting was The Bodyguard by Catherine Center. That one got 14th place, which wasn't the best romance book I ever read, but I liked it. I thought it was cute, so I feel like it deserves where it was. Okay. Um, memoir and autobiography, I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy, one, which I think is highly deserved. Absolutely. That is, like, I swear the best memoir I've ever read. Agreed. It was, it was so freaking good, and hearing her voice, like, read it, and, you know, I'm sure everyone that's listening, if you didn't love iCarly, you at least saw, like, a couple episodes and stuff, and... It's just crazy to, like, find out about her life. It's extremely sad. Totally. Um, I wanted to mention that there were a few other um, famous people that had memoirs that came out this year. Alec Rickman had one. Viola Davis. Matthew Perry. Um, all three of those were number two through four. Selma Blair. Um, yeah, and Simu Liu, who is the... Um, like the main character in the new Marvel movie, oh, okay. um, like Shanghai something. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't speak on it, but he's extremely cute, <laughs> so I would read it. Um, however, I think he might be slightly problematic, so I'm not oh. sure. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Um, but Selma Blair, I would read hers hands down, heartbeat, like two seconds ago, yeah. I would have read it. Well, but you haven't, so. I have not yet, but... <laughs> You crack me up. But I stopped dan- watching Dancing with the Stars after she left. Oh, so, so you're you're a real fan. I mean, I am. Okay. Um, mystery and thriller, The Maid by Nita Prose. Prose, prose. This know. is one that I wanted to read so badly. Okay, well maybe that should be on your list for next year. It probably will be. Do you know what this one's about? Nope. I will just give a little brief. So, um, her name is Molly. She she struggles with like interacting with people and like people find her like weird and like I don't know just like a social thing and she ends up like cleaning a room of like a really like high rolling man but he ends up being dead and because of her like mannerisms the police automatically like expect her to be a suspect and so now she has to solve the case to prove she did not do it oh god because she is the prime suspect so, I've heard it described as, like, clue-like. Okay. So. That sounds fun. Um, And it's becoming a TV adaptation, and Florence Pugh is up for the yeah, I saw leading that role, it. which. That's awesome. We anything, love Florence. Yeah. Anything she's in, I want to be, I want to be watching. <laughs> anything she's in, I want to be in, too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no. I just, like, Midsummer on HBO, I think. Mm-hmm so freaky but she's amazing in it very nice very nice um some of the- next <laughs> no the paris apartment came in second place for mystery and thriller um i want to read a flicker in the dark by stacy willingham and that was fourth there's a lot of good ones on here ashley from crime junkies yep. her book is on there yep hers is like eighth or something ashley flowers which we just bought on audio, so that Nine. will definitely be one that I read. Listen to, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for my yawning, you guys. It's so late. It's 6.49. <laughs> um, did you want to do fantasy? Sure. Miss Sarah J. Mass? 
I have not read this, but um, Sarah J. Mass's second book in her Crescent City series, um, House of Sky and Breath, no surprise here, took the winner. She is also, like, I absolutely love her, so, like, in my eyes, she can't do no wrong, but she is also one of the authors that, like, if she writes anything, it's going to be in the top. Yeah. Like, because people know her. Yeah. Regardless of if they've read her. I agree. She's a very well-known author. Um... For young adult fiction, The Final Gambit by Jennifer Lynn Barnes won. That is no shocker to me. I've seen this everywhere. I want to read those so badly, but like... It's a third book in the Inheritance Games. Yes, and they're cute. It's like one's blue, one's red, one's green. And I know people are obsessed with them. I don't know why I haven't picked them up because... like you said, they're, like, young adults, so, like, I think the fantasy would be pretty easy to jump into, but something is so daunting about starting a new fantasy series. Um, I still need to read Akatar. I feel like that's just daunting to me. It's just, like, you won't regret it. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Uh, my wish for you <laughs> is that you would read this book. I know that's what you think. But no, it's okay. I'm, like, happy because I got Cody to read it, you know, so, like... Really? Yeah. And he liked it? Oh, absolutely. And Emma read it, and she loves it, so, like, Emma's read it a few times, and I'm just, like, okay. I know. I think it's because they're so long. They're really not, though. The first book is not any longer than the books you're currently reading. Really? And that sucks you in. Yeah, they just look thick. The first book is, like, 400 and some pages. I might look into it. Mm-hmm. I've been looking into it. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, But Loveless by Alice Osman was second for the young adult fiction, which is the author of Heartstoppers. Yep. Which we love. I haven't read Loveless. Um, I do think I own it. Okay. Actually, I'm positive I own it. It's adorable. Um, <laughs> It's on my bookshelf. I just remembered I do have it. Um, but that one is actually quite old, so really? it's really awesome that it's still ranking. However, I think that could be due to the TV adaptation of Heartstopper that came out this year. Okay. Um, you know, I that... haven't watched. <gasps> Are you kidding? I think I may have watched a little bit. That is so upsetting to me. I literally cried my way through the whole thing. Like <laughs> That's I'm, not surprising. Like, I'm, I should restart it. I'm a mess. Those books are so good, which... Well, which we sh- brings us to graphic novels. Correct. And comics. Correct. The fourth one won in this category. Um, I honestly didn't take a look at any of the other nominees because I don't... I didn't read. I don't read gra- graphic novels. Um, I only did because you had the Heartstopper collection and you told me I needed to read it so well did you like them yeah I loved them I know they're so cute they make me cry um historical fiction Carrie Soto is back by Taylor Jenkins Reid one sounds like a snooze yeah I'm not interested in reading it as soon as I heard it was about a tennis player I was like next however if it was about a man playing tennis I might be into it (laughs) well I'm just kidding but I still don't think I'm into no, tennis. No, I'm not into tennis. I'm, I'm not. That really is not something that drives me. No, honestly, me either. 
Then in Best Fiction, I hadn't read anything either, but the one that won was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which I do have as want to read because I've seen the hype for it. Um, I don't remember what it's about except for, I think, two people come together when they make a video game. And it's all about, like, their life and, like, love and, like, I don't know. I don't even know if they're together. Okay. But it sounded intriguing to me. The Hotel Nantucket by Ellen Hildebrand okay. um, was on there. Fifth that place. One, what's the one above it? Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. That one got so much hype as well. Okay. Um, but I would love to read, I've never read anything by Ellen Hildebrand before. Really? Which is shocking. Um, but I do want to read one of her books before going to the Cape, um, this summer, or next summer, I should say. Well, I have three of them, so. Because she lives in Nantucket, she's from Nantucket, and all of her books Yeah, people can, like, commonly, like, see her, like, out and about. Yeah, I'm hoping I do while I'm there. Would you recognize her? I would have to look up her picture. You would also have to be like, oh my gosh, I loved your one book. I loved the Hotel Nantucket. So funny. (laughs) But no, I do want to read something by her, so. Maybe once you come back from that trip, you'll just be like so inspired to read her books. Maybe I'll be inspired while I'm there. I would love that. To read her books. Um, She produces a lot of books. She... She is a writing machine, isn't she? Yeah, and they're actually quite long, most of them. Yeah. But I love Um, the setting, so. Debut novel, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Yeah, that one never intrigued me. But it's very, I've seen the cover everywhere. I have as well, but something about it just never made me want to know more. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I have honestly kind of felt that way about a lot of books that have been hyped this year, and I don't know if it's just me personally feeling that way. I think we're the problem. We, yeah. We're the drama. Am I the drama? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, but yeah. My next read will probably be a cringy Kindle Unlimited book, I'm gonna say it. And I think I want to take a page out of your book and, and start to, like, oh, go... Oh. What's happening? Is it is is this mic on? Word. <laughs> so what uh, we can No, okay. okay. No, no, no. Um <laughs> my mic did disconnect from the cord. Um yeah. it's time to log off on this. No, thing. I wasn't oh, finished. Okay. I want to take a page out of your book this year and start um prioritizing books that are maybe like Kindle Unlimited that just sound amazing. I need to stop looking at the covers though because that deters me like crazy. And, like, stay away from, like, the extremely hyped books until, like, I don't know. I think I want to wait to read them until the hype is, like, kind of over. Yeah. Um, you also need to take a page out of my book. And when I recommend a book to you, you need to read it. Okay, Akatar. How about you two? Um, how about Icebreaker, which I absolutely loved and you've yet to read? I'll read Icebreaker when you read Akatar. So. And then... One for one. One for one. Let's just nux. Because I can't. Ow. Why did you really knuckle me? (laughs) You really smashed them. Sorry. I got to be prepared in case somebody jumps me. I guess. Give it to them. At the gym? Maybe. Where are you being jumped? Um. 
I'm not sure. Okay. But you but you never expect it. Well, I, right. I do expect it, though. Your knuckles are ready <laughs> and scaly, so. Abby, it's the winter weather. They're making me crusty. I know. It'll get an extra damage, you know, when you hit someone. Yeah, it would probably slice her face off. <sighs> on this that is chaotic. Note, on it's, that it's honestly, this has been unprofessional. Yeah. Me. If you made it this far, I, like, really apologize. Okay. I honestly, round of applause for you if you've made it this far. <laughs> yeah, a dedicated fan. I would have probably pieced out after the first malfunction we had. <laughs> we've had several. Many. We've cut four times, so. You know. With that, yeah. It is what it is. No, okay, I said with that, you need to stop doing weird things. <laughs> You're not the one that ends this podcast. I am. I'm going to stop talking. Okay. (laughs) And with that, we'll see you next chapter. Bye, guys.